0: I'm with Crypto Mom 2 and also the Blockchain Legal Institute and I would like to welcome everyone to this episode and also share that you should definitely like and subscribe as there's some very interesting conversations that are about to be dropped and you want to stay in the know of what's going on with our evolving community. So for those that are new to Crypto Mom 2, I want to welcome you and also share a little bit more about my background before I introduce our guest, which I'm extremely excited to have on. I am an attorney. I am doing non-traditional legal consulting, and I'm also in the education space. So with that, I must also say that these talk shows are not financial advice. They're not legal advice. They're not investment advice. You definitely have to do your due diligence and research and also verify from multiple resources. Um, But also with that, I want to share that one of the resources that I'll be um, uh, showing you at the end of our conversation is the Blockchain Legal Institute. And this uh, institute was designed for both those who have a knowledge about blockchain, as well as those that are new to the topics within the blockchain space. And it's designed for both lawyers as well as those that need to know how to stay in compliance um, and just are curious about the evolving legislation, policy, and anything that impacts law. So the website for that for you to check out is www.bli.tools. And the reason why I'm also mentioning these uh, this information is for those that are on the audio side, I will have embedded within the blog both the um the links that we're going to be talking about today um as well as for those who are on the youtube side as well and i definitely ask that you hop over to both because we're going to be navigating um a a platform that you definitely need to know about so uh before we show the platform i want to welcome andres to our conversation how are you doing today
1: i'm doing great thanks for for the invitation
0: yeah yeah, so I'm really excited to share your story on Crypto Mom 2. As people know, I'm all about stories. Um my own personal story it's not, you know, straight and narrow. So how did you end up coming to the blockchain space? What's your background? Um, and I know that we're going to be talking about the services that you provide. Um, and People, I think, are going to be blown away by the diversity of the services that you provide. So um, there's a lot to know. How did how did you come to the space? Let, please yeah.
1: great. In fact, I, I'm going to say a little bit, uh, quite a few things about uh, myself. I'm, I'm a civil engineer, and and then I uh, was doing an MBA. Um, I was working just a couple of years on on, on civil engineering, and and then i moved to to the telco uh, industry i was working for ericsson many years i started as a civil engineer but then i moved to uh, to the services side let's say but I, from that time i was always working in things related to technology that was my first approach to to technology and then uh, i decided a, a few years ago to uh, to start doing some new things to start again but working in technology and and one of 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 my uh, our partners now we were doing the mba together and we decided to start looking into into new things and one of those things was uh, blockchain uh, at that time he had a friend that now is another of our partners that was uh, um starting to work with, with with bitcoin and bitcoin mining but but he knew uh, sorry he knew at that time that there was something much more big uh, on on that that was not only uh, crypto uh he was really interested about the technology behind that about blockchain itself and uh, they were working uh, always on on software development, and they, they decided to start working on now on blockchain specifically, and they invited me to be part of that uh, that company, and that was the the, the beginning of, of of this company of Silicon Tech. So, that's in a, in a few words how I became part of of this uh, thing, and and why we started to work with with blockchain. At that time, again, uh, uh, he thought, and and we followed him at that time I was not aware of that and and yeah he he was right
0: very much so um I'm going to show the website so we can use that as some of our talking points so um all right so we are on your website why don't you especially for those that are on the audio side why don't you share with them the link so that way they can also um hop on and explore it so Mm -hmm. what is the best way for them to contact you
1: yeah, I think that going uh, to silicon.tech, uh, then you can find different ways of reaching us. You you have there um, a chat, you have an email, you have a, a form that you can uh, fill and then you can reach us through that. And also you have all our uh, social networks. So there's many ways of reaching us. So that, that shouldn't be an issue. Uh, and of course, you can also send me an email to andres at zircon.tech. Uh, but yeah, again, there, uh, in, in our web base, you can find many ways of, of reaching us.
0: So on the for those that are not on the visual side, um, the uh, we're seeing Zircon Tech, and it's a software development partner for the technologies driving the future. So um for those that are also not on the the video side it has different drop downs our services about us our team case studies and blog and um you know and again for those that are in the blockchain world it is important to kind of be able to see the the case studies and i and as we scroll down Uh, For those, again, on the video side, you're going to see a long list of partners that uh, you have supported. So we're going to get down there in a second. Um, There are certain topics on your page that um, blockchain, IoT, cloud, artificial Mm -hmm. intelligence, staff augmentation, uh, UX, UI services. Which one do you want to dive into and chat about? Because, again um they're all timely but which one do you think we would like to talk about
1: no i think that even though we we were working in in all of the things uh, i think in which the ones that we really have a lot of experience are blockchain and web development those are the ones in which we were working the the most again also we are now doing things with, with the other things and 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 now there's as you know there's a hype on on artificial intelligence and we are all also part of that but again uh, when we started we started thinking only in blockchain and then soon we discovered that when you talk about a blockchain project you have then a lot of things on top of that it's not only the blockchain side that probably in most of the projects is a just for saying a number it's just maybe a 20 30 percent of the project and then on top of that you need to work on a web site a mobile application or or infrastructure or whatever so you we needed to have really a, a team able to work on an end to end project that's the reason why we were adding some other things on top of of the of the blockchain thing and then because of our experience working with different customers we were adding some other things on top of that but the idea was to work end-to-end on on those uh, solutions that's that was uh, the thing that made us uh, shift a little bit at the very beginning
0: so i'm i'm on uh, i appreciate what you just shared i i want to for those that are on the audio side i want to let them know that i'm on the part of the website that shows the variety of clients that you've serviced. And you make a good point, blockchain is a tool. And then, you know, there's a solution that the company is trying to provide and they're using the blockchain. Um, is there any particular company that you want to highlight or explain how you supported them and the the, the skill sets that were needed in order to kind of yeah. think, yeah?
1: Yeah, a nice example could be uh, Suku. Uh, we started to work with them at the time that we were they were working on a, uh, an application for tracking uh, different things. Uh, they had a lot of, um, a couple of, of big customers, one of them, um, a supermarket in, in Peru in which they were tracking uh, the meat that they were offering to their clients. So you had all the information. In a in a blockchain, starting from where the 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 cows were growing, the different things that were eating, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, the whole cycle until that. But you know, being in that uh, uh, market, they started to shift. Like I think, in most of the startups, they start doing something, and then they need to move to some others according to the things that they are looking into the into the market. So they shifted a little bit. They started to, to, as part of the project, to work uh, with a token, and, and they started to work on the defined uh, ecosystem. And then again, another shift, and they started to uh, to work. It was at the time that NFTs started to grow a lot, and then they also were part of that. We were always helping them on with all the technical side. So we were working many different things together with them. Um, and that, Company became another one, much uh, bigger, that um, uh, Infinite Assets, in which they they, they were working in in uh, in a wide level NFT marketplace that, that uh, today is used for for big brands, um, and and I mentioned them because they started really. Uh, small, they were growing a lot, they were shifting according to the market changes, and, and we had the opportunity to be working together with them and learning a lot of things together with them. Of course, we, were, we, we knew some of those things, but as part of these big projects, we, we learned a lot through that uh, journey. So that's a, a particular case that I, I like a lot.
0: I like, um, I really appreciate what you just shared though. Um, A lot of individuals who are new to the blockchain space and I really try in my talk shows to provide a diversity of topics and also layer it. So if people are not sure what the terms are, they understand it. But what I love about what you just shared is that you're talking about blockchain use cases. You're talking about supply demand. You're talking about using blockchain in a, Uh, a business that many people who are are not in the blockchain world might not think that would be applied, you know, for um, agriculture, you know, for uh, a supermarket, you know, those are things that um, I I know that there are other major businesses who are, who are using that, but um, unless you, the general public wouldn't think of the blockchain as being used for the information sharing and the data collection sharing that's needed Mm -hmm. in the blockchain space and then you're talking about the nft side which can be used both in the art world but it can be used in the information sharing space as well with um supply chain. so you know the multiple technical uses that you're mentioning you know to me are, is very exciting because it's it's that commercial application uh not just on the crypto side cryptocurrency side it's also on the business application side um so Is there, I'm gonna be showing in just a minute um, the the Blockchain Legal Institute and Mm -hmm. what that we do. But before I do, um, I'm looking at your your site and people might not know what a DAP is or an MVP app. And so I'm all about um, educating from a definition perspective. Would you explain what these terms mean? So that way someone new to this area would have a better understanding?
1: Yeah. For sure. Uh, first of all, I would like to say that that uh, you can visit our our. Uh, I'm referring, of course, to the people here in this uh, thing that they can visit our blog and they will find a lot of information. We are publishing like three articles every week, so there's a a lot of information there. But yeah, we're trying to. In this case, for example, some of the of the articles that we are uh, seeing right now is the the MVP is what is called the Minimum Viable uh, Product. In general, a startup, when when they start working on a project, they they try to minimize minimize the investment at at the beginning. So the idea is is to create something, the minimum thing that you can do in order to spend just uh, a few. uh, It it is always, of course, depending on the size of the project, but but, uh, it's just to spend the money that you need to have a minimum product that in which you can show your case. Uh, and it's, it's not show, uh, not, it is not uh, just uh, a way of, of, of proof the concept. In that case, there's a lot of things that is called proof of concept. It's a little bit more than that. The idea is that you can also monetize based on that uh, product. So uh, we can help companies to, to do that. We love to do that, in fact, because we really like to understand the business in, in which the company is involved and based on that they find the best uh, technical solution we think that's uh, the best way of helping our customers it's it's just it is not just uh, giving them the opportunity to work with some of our developers it is also that understand their business and based on that they find the best solution for them so that's uh, one of the things on the on the termo- terminology that we are uh, using and then the other things you know when when you talk uh, probably because you you always talk about crypto, most of the people is going to be uh, they they always uh, hear about the, these things, but just for the ones that are, that are not uh, are new for this uh, area. When you talk about uh, uh, blockchain, you you talk about decentralization, right? And, and and the same the same applies for for most of the of the things that you are doing in this area or arena. You try to. To do that decentralized you don't you are not gonna have someone controlling that from one point you're gonna you're not gonna have a, a one point of fail or someone controlling the whole thing or the whole application or the database etc so in in when you talk about blockchain you talk about decentralization that's the reason why there are a lot of articles in which you're gonna see that uh, that that word and particularly dApps is 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 uh, what we we call a decentralized application that again, you don't have a central control over over that. that that's the that's idea. Uh, nobody can take control over over that 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 was the, the the first aim when 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 the the bitcoin was was created, that was the first blockchain project, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. exactly. yeah. So I love your explanation. I hopped over, for those that are on the visual side, I hopped over to the case studies. So definitely, if you're on the audio side, click into all the different tabs. There is a lot of information here from, um, we bring brands and creators into the metaverse, which is a whole nother area. Um, So do you want to, again, I'm scrolling down, are there, there's a revolutionary donation platform? Very interesting. I guess that's for the nonprofit side. Uh, and uh, again, um, Monax and um, a host of others. Which one here do you um, would like to maybe talk about or, or highlight?
1: No, no, but maybe because you, you are involved on, on the blockchain, uh, sorry, on the legal aspects, I think that Monax could be a good example. In this case, uh, Monax, they were uh, using this this tool in which you can, you can create a, a contract but not, not only that. To, to define uh, different things through the life cycle of the contract could be the know, definition of a payment or, or the renewal of the contract, etc. And all the actions that are defined in that contract, you're gonna have that recorded on a blockchain, right? That's a, that's a difference. So um, I think that they, they, these guys are are are, are really good. They, I think that, like in a lot of, of cases on the blockchain side, they started the market. I, I think that was not prepared for that. Also, they are trying to shift a little bit the, uh, their their business. But uh, there's a lot of people that is using that that uh, that solution.
0: I uh, I'm really um, grateful that you brought up um, that client and that use case. Uh, mm-hmm. That kind of um, helps me navigate over to the purpose of the Blockchain Institute. And um, so for those that are new to the Blockchain Legal Institute, I just want to, um, you know, invite you to come explore it. But basically, this is a centralized hub for the decentralized resources that exist, um, you know, across the globe, both in the news side, the learned side, the artificial intelligence, Bitcoin community, the Ethereum blockchain Laws from around the United States, legal laws, you know, also internationally, um, associations and events. So if you hop over to um, bli.tools, you'll see a variety of resources. And one of the things that I will mention is under the um, the uh, find a member area, you will be able to connect with both um, law firms, businesses, uh, consultants. On others within the blockchain space that can provide um, background information and support and services. Um, so, again, um, if you have questions, message me. I will be um, putting the hello at bli.tools into the block below. Um, any last minute thoughts um, you know, about uh, what the services that you're doing or events that are happening globally? Um, any last minute thoughts before we sign off? Cause I'm really grateful for your hopping on. I, you know, again, your company and what you're doing provides a service that many people need and they're, mm-hmm. just, they're not sure where to go to kind of have a consult on that. So, um, any last minute thoughts?
1: Right. Yeah. Two or three things. Uh, first of all, yeah. Anyone that, that needs some help on building their tech solutions, if they have an idea and then we are ready to help on that. And I understand that sometimes it's a difficult part but but we were working with different companies so we can help with uh, with that then uh, regarding events we we try to go every year to consensus that but then this year the the idea will be to to be uh, visiting uh, seattle and 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 san francisco in in october so if there's someone that is going to be there will be a pleasure to be to be there and then the last thing is because i think that that Something that I didn't mention during my my talk, but I think is 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 essential to work together with people involved on the legal aspects on on blockchain and then the tech side. Uh, we we have of course some ideas about some of the things, but it, this is something that I always talk to to my cas- <clears throat> customers. Sorry, is that in in most of the of the blockchain projects because. Of, of the things that we we are doing, you, you need to have a, a legal team involved in your project. That's that's crucial in, in most of the cases, I would say. So I think it's, 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 it's good to have people like you working in, in, in those aspects.
0: I would say probably in all the cases, only because at some point mm-hmm. we're, we're all creatives. But at some point, the laws impact our creation, um, whether it's like you're saying on the tokens, the compliance side, the know your customer side, the you know AML side, or whether it's on the um, the privacy identity you know side, so information sharing. There's always some new aspect of of legislation, whether it's the EU now saying, you know, in the artificial intelligence Mm -hmm. world, you know, there are certain things that need to be framed there. So uh, I appreciate what you're saying, because there is the tech development side, and then there's the the legal side and they, yeah. they hopefully they blend so that's exactly why the blockchain legal Institute was created to help on both sides so I really appreciate your hopping on um, I also want to mention that your company is global you have offices in multiple locations do you want to share um like where you're yeah. located and
1: yeah uh, our headquarters is in in South America in in Uruguay Montevideo but then also we have an office in, in New York and then people distribute it in different countries in Latin America, but also in, in Europe. We have some developers working in Europe. Our idea is to work with companies in the U.S. And, and Europe. So we are pretty aligned with the time zones in the U.S. We have no more than one hour with the East Coast and then four hours with the with the West Coast. So that's, I think, a differentiator Sorry for companies working from from Latin America that uh, I think we are much more familiar with, with things in the US. We consume a lot of, of the American culture starting for films, music, etc. So yeah. we, we feel pretty comfortable working with people in the US.
0: Yeah, no, um, I, I think it's important to um, understand the global reach that you have um and the understanding within each of the communities because again that's really important so Mm -hmm. as as i've mentioned on all my shows at the end i always say the same because it's something that i definitely believe in be kind to yourself be kind to others we're all interconnected we're all part of one world and i look forward to chatting with you soon have a great day
1: thanks you too